This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Hour two is upon us. Patrick Brown is joining us now, as I said just a few minutes ago that he would. And again, uh, Ethics and Public Policy Center, he is a fellow there. Patrick, welcome. How are you? Thanks, John. Hey, it's great to be on. No, I appreciate you joining us. Welcome back. You've been on with us before. Let's talk about uh, student debt. I mean, it's always it's always in the news. It's one of the things that you know is highlighted on a regular basis. And uh, I, you know, I think most people here know exactly where I stand on things, but I'd like to know what you guys think. There's $4 billion worth that I guess is going to be forgiven. Uh, there's 208,000 borrowers that were defrauded, evidently, by a you know for-profit institution. Now, I use that term defrauded in quotations because I don't know the exact uh, situation there and what exactly went on. So I, I, I'm always careful when I use that term that's you know kind of thrown around to make sure that I'm not saying something I shouldn't. But give us your thoughts sure. on this. Yeah, no, I think it's important to delineate between these sort of edge cases where there were some, you know, to your, to your point, you know, for-profit sort of diploma mill schools that were offering fraudulent uh, classes and trying to get people in by hook or by crook. Those cases I think we can have a little more sympathy for, but I think it's very clear that the Department of, Ed- of Education rolled this out last week as a trial balloon to see, yep. uh, to, to sort yep. of prep the waters for President yep. Biden's upcoming decision on August 31st that he'll decide on student don't do it for everybody. And that's, I think, the really dangerous president we have to try to cut off at the pass. And, and while I make sure I'm careful on how I say this. I always want to be careful with my words in these situations. (laughs) While I am sympathetic to individuals that get caught in, I guess you could say, you know, some unscrupulous, you you know, situations or or some things that maybe aren't completely above the board. For example, people can buy cars at very, very high interest rates. They can get caught up in home loans. And and there's all sorts of things that, that they can be defrauded by. And I guess the question that I have, Patrick, is as a taxpayer, and I'm a net taxpayer, I struggle with helping people out that have been defrauded when, A, I didn't have anything to do with the fraud, and typically if somebody defrauds me, I'm on my own. There's nobody coming along with any kind of government bailouts to help me. So, frankly, I I struggle with this because if we start the practice of bailing out anyone that's ever been defrauded, I I think that's a hole we don't want to go down. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think there's already a system in place that we have uh, through the federal student loan program called income-driven repayment. And that's where you, instead of having a certain dollar amount you have to pay each month, you pay a certain percentage of your income. Now, these programs don't always work the best, and there's some people who, who aren't, who aren't uh, served by them very well, but as a 
general principle, I think that's much a much sounder way to go to say, hey, look, I'm in serious financial straits. I can't make this monthly payment. Okay, we'll work with you to make sure you're, put, you're putting something down. You have some skin in the game, but we recognize there are some low-income folks who took out college debt to try to get a, a, a you know a program that you know, wasn't actually real or, or some sort of you know uh, mm-hmm. not you know untruthful right. advertising or something. But but when we start talking about broadening that to okay, now that we've forgiven it for these like you know harder cases, let's let's continue our sort of bleeding heart sympathy out to everybody who's ever taken out any student loan debt, including to go to law school or to med school to become a doctor or a lawyer, where they're going to be paying that debt back in a couple of years with their higher salary. So I think this is where we really need to, to be clear about who we're talking about here. I agree. The other thing that I would like to make sure that we do, and I've stated this before many times, I haven't gotten on this subject for quite some time, so I appreciate you joining us today to, to spend a little bit of time on this, because frankly, in my opinion, I'm not sure we've even fixed the how they get into debt in the first place. And I have said for a while now that my feeling is, number one, I don't think the government should be in the student loan programs, but they are, and I doubt that's ever going to change. Sort of like Freddie Mae, or you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, I don't think that's ever going to change. So given the fact that that probably isn't going to change, Patrick, I think student loans should work very much like SBA loans work. I'm a small business owner myself, and I understand I don't have an SBA loan for all of you listening, but I do understand how they work. And Patrick, I'm sure you're aware the way the SBA does things is if I, as a owner, want to go take out an SBA loan, we'll just use round numbers, and I go take a $100,000 loan out, I go to my local bank that works with the SBA, what ends up happening is, typically speaking, the SBA is on the hook for 80 and the bank is on the hook for 20 if I default. In other words, the bank's got quite a bit of skin in the game, and they want to make sure that I am also creditworthy. Not only is the is the you know SBA looking at my creditworthiness, but the bank is as well, because the bank has skin in the game. My feeling right now on this whole student debt situation is universities and colleges have zero skin in the game in this thing, and until they do, it's not going to change. That's exactly right. And it's especially bad when it comes to master's programs, because these are basically money printing mills yep. that even prestigious universities like Columbia University or New York University will open these, quote unquote, professionals master's programs, where they can be charging six figures in tuition a year. And that's almost always picked up by people taking out student loans, which is effectively federal subsidies. And, and so, you know, when we talk about undergrad, sure, there are some times where you might want to extend credit to somebody who's going to major in engineering and they're going to become a you know innovator and a job creator okay maybe those those cases those programs are good but when you talk about taking that six figures in debt to get a, a master's in fine arts or a master's in journalism these kind of programs are just crazy out of control right. and forgiving debt now is going to set the precedent that five or ten years down the road hey we're just going to forgive more debt and it's not going to do anything to solve the, the root of the problem well and the bottom line is we're already fighting massive massive debt as a country that's not helping out individual families at all it's pushed up inflation to where it's now i believe it's not of course nine percent i believe it's more in the 15 to 18 percent that's the real range i feel it is on the street that to me that's a street inflation patrick that's going on and i see that on a daily basis across the board so the reality is forgiving more debt which is coming from us as taxpayers which means we print more money to make that happen at the end of the day that just pushes up inflation Oh, totally. And it's also completely unfair to people who may have considered going on to higher education when they graduated high school, but decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to take a couple years and work and save up and not take out yep. any loans. I'm going to, I'm going to pay point. it off myself. And those, those people are now completely out of luck because their friends down the street who did take out five, you know, $50,000 in loans 
are going to have some of it forgiven. So it, it, it's not only increasing inflation, it's, it's drastically unfair to people who did the right way. Unless I've missed something, Patrick, I, I don't see that we have fixed this situation at all. Education continues to you know, really rise with probably even more than the rate of inflation. Every year it gets more and more expensive. And I know because I put numerous kids through college you know, back in the, the 2000s and, and even into 20, 2010. So the reality is I know what those costs are. I haven't done it for a while now. But the reality is I doubt very seriously if it's cheaper now than when my kids were going. I guarantee you every year it continues to increase. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not. And, and you know, again, a lot of the expense is driven by, um, you know, these, these graduate degrees, professional degrees, and those are the ones that, that carry the highest balance. I mean, it's important to remember, two-thirds of the millennial generation doesn't even hold any student loan debt. So when we're talking about people who take on student loans to go to college, it tends to be a pretty self-selecting group of people. Okay. And, and these are people who, and a lot of times, are making the rational choice. Hey, I'm going to take a little bit of debt on now. I'll make that up later down the road. But um, to your point, when you don't have, when you, when you remove the linkage between sort of cause and effect, you don't have any skin in the game, then you end up with these problems of just ballooning costs and, and no way to raise Well, it's it no in. holds bar. And I mean, literally, the, 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 it's endless as to what they can charge if you really want to get down to it. As long as the student can get the loan and they're willing to do it and sign on the dotted line, that's what we're going to charge. Yeah, exactly. And it's especially bad for, for parent uh, bus loans as well. If you're the parent of a college student, you probably know. Uh, once, the, once the college gets their hooks into you, they know exactly how much they can uh, afford to charge you, and, and you you know have to take out loans to meet, meet that, and again, grad programs as well. So, you know, it's not that there aren't worthwhile cases in which we want to be providing student loan assistance to some folks, but when you have no control on the back end, you end up in the situation we're in. Well, yeah, and to me, as a taxpayer... I'm against any of this until the front side gets fixed. We have not fixed the front side, which to your point earlier, five years down the road, we're going to be right back where we started from because nothing is getting fixed. All we're doing is printing money, trying to put a Band-Aid on something without actually fixing the real problem. And I'm one where until we fix it, it's, just, it's, it's, not, going to help. it's not going to help out the country. It's not going to help out families. It's, just, it's going to exacerbate the problem and make it worse, actually. Yeah, no, I think there's a real risk that President Biden will feel cornered into taking some action I agree. because of the hard left, uh, yep. you know, the Elizabeth Warrens of the world pushing him into I it. I agree. In his heart of hearts, you know, when he was on the campaign trail, even when he was president, he gave speeches about how he didn't think his daughter, who went to UPenn, deserved student loan forgiveness. But it's the progressive activist class who would directly benefit from it because they're the ones with the master's degrees and the, the law degrees that, really, you know, they would have all extra money in their pocket. They're the ones who are pushing them into doing it, and we'll see what happens at the end of the month. Yeah, and, and again, I, and I, by the way, I like everything you said because, I, I, again, I don't see this being a a fix. And again, I, I'm not totally stone cold. I realize there are certain situations where you know maybe there needs to be uh, you know something looked at on on an individual. You know, I believe it needs to be a case by case basis. But I also wonder, Patrick, and again, I don't I don't look I haven't looked at the front side of this in quite some time. I, I remember being a parent that was not doing any loans at all and and the kids weren't even doing any loans but yet i still had to go through all of the stupid fafsa forms and fill out all the crap so they knew exactly how much <laughs> money i made which basically I, well, honestly i found appalling and just downright rude it's i always felt like it's none of your business if i'm writing the check and you're getting paid why does any of that matter so again i still feel like none of that has been fixed back to your point what they're really looking at is how much money do you make and can we extract from you <laughs> That's exactly right. And I do think colleges are realizing now 
that the, the glory days are going to be very soon in the rearview mirror. If you look at the demographics of the country, we know that de- birth rates are declining. The number yeah, of high agreed. schools who go to college every year is, is, has plateaued. Yeah. And pretty soon, colleges are going to be faced in some pretty difficult situations if they don't change their business model. And certainly the way, the way they run uh, campuses doesn't make them many friends on, uh, on the center or the right who might be inclined to bail them out. So I think we're, uh, the higher ed educational complex is going to be in for a, a little bit of a surprise in a couple of years. I think, you know, moving that even one step down, getting into even the elementary and high school education aspect of things. My feeling, Patrick, I've said this now for a number of years, my feeling in this country is our entire education system and how we do it needs to be completely revamped. You know, I'm a guy that never went to college. I I had a high school education. I decided to start working, became a a business owner at age 22. So I I didn't go down any of those paths. Not saying that it's not good for some, because I do believe that some need that. But I also realize that we have trades, we have all sorts of other things out there that enable people to have a very solid, successful life, raising families, being productive, helping our country move forward. We've, We've sort of forgotten about some of those other lifestyles, by the way, and or look down upon those lifestyles and I'm, I'm afraid until we revamp everything Patrick to your point a moment ago we're in big trouble I couldn't agree more I'm going to put out a plug for our friends over at American Compass they have a great compilation of moving beyond the college for all mentality and recognizing that a lot of kids they don't need to go to college to have a good job they don't need to go to college to have a you know, support a family and, and uh, have a stable life we need to make sure that they they're able to you know, if, if there is support for people to go major in, you know, ethnic studies or under, underwater basket weaving, you should be able to access some of that funding for uh, technical training and, and yeah. apprenticeships as Thank well. You. And so Thank you. making sure that all of those uh, options are on the table for kids when they graduate high school, I think that's the way we got to go. Yeah, we're, Patrick, and I'll let you go here in a moment, but, you know, we, we as a country need electricians, plumbers, auto technicians, roofers. I mean, I go down the list. This country cannot survive without them. We cannot import enough people, nor do I want us to import enough people to handle those jobs. We need to do those jobs ourselves. Yep. And uh, and I think as we were seeing in this post-COVID era, a lot of those jobs are in such high demand that people are recognizing, why would I pay, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year to go get a degree that, you know, no offense to my friends in the, the uh, universities, may not be exactly remunerative when I can go work with my hands and, and support a family you know, right off the bat, I think I think yep. those decisions are being made, and I think we're going to continue to see that evolve. Patrick, how do folks learn more about what you guys have going on? Uh, they're always welcome to visit our site, eppc.org. They can follow uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at eppwrites, and uh, yeah, always happy to awesome. chat anytime. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. It's been a little bit little bit since you've been with us. It's always a joy. Thank you so so much, sir. I really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. You bet. Have a great night. Patrick Brown again, folks. It's epbc.org. We'll have that link up on our website a little bit later tonight, as we always do. Uh, Hi-Fi Plumbing, speaking of trades, and they've got a program right now, much of what we were just talking about with Patrick, to whereby uh, they will teach you, they've got an apprentice program, they will teach you how to be a plumber. Maybe you've got some experience, maybe you're a younger individual, you're thinking about what to do later in life, and you really don't know what that is. Folks, let me tell you what, there's nothing wrong with the trades. I I am living proof of that. You can make money in the trades, and High Five will help you with that if that's something you're looking to do. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or find them at klzradio.com. You thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy. That was until you had help installing it from the experts at High Five Plumbing. They took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks, 
and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture perfect. All thanks to the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five Techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, with expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, up next, Extreme Auto Repair. Again, speaking of the trades, you can get into the trades at Extreme Auto Repair as well or get your vehicle fixed, whatever it is. They can do it all for you. KLZRadio.com, 303-841-1071. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, They charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problem-solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. All right, Veteran Windows is up next, folks. They want to take care of you, your windows, making sure things are sealed up, getting you ready for winter, saving money at the same time. Have Dave out and give you a quote on what they can do for you. 303-529-0720. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps, or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at kldradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303 529 Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we're back. Mark joining us on the phone now. Mark, welcome. How are you, sir? Oh, very good. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thanks for calling. So why do these guys just get off the hook paying for education? I work 12 hours a day pouring concrete at Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. Time and a half overtime, triple time on holidays. Never got a day off for four months. School was 2500 bucks a month at the University of Minnesota. I brought him a cashier's check to pay for my whole education for the First Bank of St. Paul, Minnesota. Why do these guys get off the hook drinking $7 a cup 
Starbucks yep. coffee sitting around complaining. Well, kind of kind of goes back to my first hour comments about how we now have this entire generation, Mark, that feels like something's owed to them. They're now quiet quitting on the job. So not only do they have all this massive student debt, but now they're quitting on the job basically while they're still working. They're just not putting in the effort they need because they just don't feel like doing it any longer. The reason is because they were never taught the same work ethic you and I were taught. Well, I'm thinking about Wyoming prison camp in January, February, straighten them out. <laughs> that may very well do it. Good luck on getting yeah, them there. No, 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 heat, no heat, no electricity. Well, they have to walk up there. There you go. I mean, you know, I just, I just seriously, don't, I don't Mark. I mean, this. we, we I have, don't get this. and I blame this again. Somebody said earlier, and I and I agree. You know, Drew Drew Allen talked about this. This is, you know, a lot of this is is based upon parents, Mark. These parents have had this attitude that I don't want my kids to have to work as hard as I did when I was younger, so I'm going to go ahead and just kind of, you know, spoon-feed them everything. That's the problem we have, Mark. Oh, I find that totally unacceptable, that that, that comment. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Why would you even think that way? I don't know. I, I didn't raise my kids that way, and they're all successful, so good question, Mark. I don't know. I don't know why you think. But I know a lot of parents that do. Well, I've met them. I find them. that totally because all they're going to do is make these kids bedwetters for the rest of their life. They make them dependent upon someone else the rest of their life. You are correct. That's exactly what they do. Whether that be so, parents, government, their employer, whoever, they are dependent upon them forever, Mark. And that gives us substandard uh, employee performance too, all the way. Which, as a country, means we then start to go down in. You know, exactly. productivity and ingenuity and all the other things that have really, you know, brought us to the forefront, uh, you know, for the last, you know, hundred plus years when it comes to ingenuity, you know, the, the innovation age, the industrial age. The reality is we have been a leader that way. And if we don't watch it, Mark, we're going to lose all that. Well, I guess I got nowhere with you on this discussion except in complete agreement. But it's just like uh, you are this, you are spot on stick to, to my stomach listening. Well, I can't pay my student debt. Yep. Well, when you sign a contract, it's like buying a house. Well, and Either as I said earlier, Mark, house. and I, I'm not trying to, you know, throw anybody under the bus. And, you know, from the other program I do on Saturdays that, you know, I help all sorts of people and try to steer them in the right direction. And even with that, I still know folks that get into trouble buying the wrong car at the wrong time, at the wrong price, and the wrong interest rate, and all these different things. But, again, at the end of the day, no one should come along and bail them out. They can decide whether they want to enter into that contract or not, just like these student loans. It's no different. Yeah, there was probably some unscrupulous lenders out there trying to rope folks into loans. Not my problem, Mark. I'm sorry. Just not my problem. You mean like inhaling concrete dust for 12 hours a day for four months here? For yeah, or when I was a kid, it was asbestos off of clutches and brake shoes and so on. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. I get deal. it. Yeah, I, I had get to it. Buy my, I had to buy my mom a washing machine every summer because I broke it because of the concrete dust in the washing. Yeah, because of all the stuff coming off of it. Exactly. It froze it up. But I just, I, I've, um, I see these kids every time I go to the grocery store. And they're totally lost. I'm going, giving up housing prices here in Denver, I think they're going to have to go to another part of the country because they're not going to make it here. Well, they're not. You know, the, the, the plus side for kids, I guess this, there's always a silver lining, Mark, and I think my kids have, have proven this. The silver lining is if you can outwork the next guy, just be a little bit sharper than the next guy, guess what? You'll be just fine and you'll make it in this world. The reality is it's easier today to make it than it ever has been because there's less competition, Mark. Well, I say this: it's one. You know, all the young kids I meet that impress me, it's one out of a hundred. One out of a hundred. There you go. Well, you're proving my point. 
There's, there's, no, I, I mean, really, the there's, there's less the competition the for these kids today, Mark, to be able to succeed, which means they ought to be able to succeed. They're not competing with Mavrian. You and I, we competed with everybody because everybody was after the same thing when we were kids. It's not that way now. Um, I would say no. They're happy just to buy their tattoos. And where do they get the money for the tattoos? I don't know. And all the vaping and all the vaping and all the other stuff is so bizarre to me. And they have no money to pay their bills that they're responsible for. I just find this totally bizarre. I, Mark, I, you and I, I, if I could figure this one out, I'd be a gazillionaire. Trust me. I, I, you know, I'd have the answers I, I, to I life. I don't want to. I don't want to. I just want to stay away from these people. But this student loan thing, and then Biden says, oh, you're all excused. Well, you created a generation of morons that are not computers. Yep. Yep. That's the end of it for me. Have a good day. You too, Mark. Appreciate it. And he's right. I really couldn't disagree with him on anything. He's exactly right. And I did mean what I said a moment ago, that when it comes to your young people, if you can just teach them to be one step ahead of everybody else, which, by the way, in this day and age, isn't that hard to do? Guess what? Their, Their success is darn near guaranteed. It wasn't that way when we were kids. You know, I want to sound like an old timer, but when I was a kid, you had to compete because if you didn't, somebody else was liable to take your job. Charlie, you grew up in that same era. You had to get out and get after it because if you didn't, somebody else was going to come along and take it instead. We don't have that now, folks. These kids can darn near write their own ticket as to where they want to go, what they want to do. And if they're sharp at all, literally, they'll have a great job and have a great life. If there's anything, I guess it's a plus is that. What's sad is that there's not any competition. Because frankly, as I've always said, competition breeds excellence, even in our own kids and in our relationships and so on. That competition that our kids need, even going out into the job world, makes them better. Without it, they become worse. And if we're not careful as a country, we're going to keep going downhill. We've got to reverse this and start heading the other direction. Denver IT security is up next. And guys, keep your network secure. Do not leave things vulnerable to to you know your clients, your you know your customer list, your employees either. Make sure things are dialed in and Denver IT Security can do that for you. DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ or KLZRadio.com. You want to secure your business from cyber threats, but you don't want to make things more complicated for your employees. Memorizing more passwords, connecting to VPNs, learning new software, and disrupting their normal workflows, all of these can reduce your employees' productivity. Regain efficiency and enable your staff to do their work securely. The team at Denver ID Security can increase your business's security and improve employee productivity at the same time. Using the latest technologies, employees can connect securely from anywhere, planes, hotels, coffee shops, or home without effort. Passwords that don't need to be remembered, connections that automatically secure themselves, and safer browsing will enable employees to focus on their job, not technology. To learn more about how your business can run more securely and efficiently, contact John Kanata at denverITsecurity.com slash KLZ to schedule a free initial consultation. That's denverITsecurity.com slash KLZ. All right. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith wants to help you with all of your financial planning needs. He's there for you and much like we've been talking about, wants to make sure that you get to retirement and then stay there and really be rewarded for your hard work. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128.
a trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Affordable Interest Mortgage. We'll get an update from Kurt here at the top of the hour on uh, what's happening in the mortgage world. We talked to Kurt on Thursday, but things change almost daily, so we'll talk to him at that time. Anything you need, though, when it comes to the mortgages or the mortgage world, give him a call directly, 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once, and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, my son Richard joining us now. Richard, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. It's, uh, well, I can't tell what, I, I can't tell if Colorado wants to be spring or you want to be fall, whatever it is. We had a nice and cool days this past weekend, but we're back into the 90s or high 80s this week. So yeah, I guess it, it's fall in Colorado yeah. or. Kind of, yeah, Late summer, yeah. whatever you want to say. Well, it, monsoon season, I guess, is the best way to say it. You know, and, and folks, please remember this. It could get, you know, warm again as we move into, you know, September, even October. I mean, again, Richard, I talk about this all the time, you know, predicting what's going on. Good luck. You can't. Well, I, I, well and you are correct, Dad. I mean, you, you, we even, obviously, people, for the business that we're in, you know, folks know that we like to, uh, uh, you know, obviously try to predict what's going to happen, you know, for weather, that sort of thing. And at the end of the day, Colorado is such a uh, weird, odd place, Dad, that I don't think, I think it's pretty impossible to predict uh, weather here. So we just kind of take what we can get, right? Yep, I, I agree. All right, let's talk about, uh, I mean, we, there's numerous things to talk about. You heard me really, you know, there for a moment ago talking about the the student loan end of, end of things. I kind of, you know, talked about that one enough, so I don't really need to go down that path, although I do think that has, you know, it has a bearing on everything that happens you know, down the road, I, I really do. I feel like as a country, we're becoming less competitive because of the way we're doing things along those lines. We're just becoming softer and softer and softer. And by the way, that softness applies to all sorts of other things. 
And, and yet, at the same time, we've got this big push coming out of you know, current government to move vehicles and all the things that we're doing into the quote-unquote green energy end of things, which, again, there's no such thing because I've said it numerous, numerous times. If anybody thinks that by buying a new car of any kind, they're saving the planet, think again. But especially if you think you're buying an EV to save the planet, you're not. Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, I know you and I talked about that, you know, quite a bit, you know, over the past several weeks and even today. And that's the thing is, is, is I think that electric cars are really great. And I think te- technologically wise or technology wise, I should say, they're going to they're they're really next level. Right. They're ahead of their time. But at the end of the day, no, they're not saving the environments in, the, in this big push that, that they're trying to do. And and like you said, when it comes to that and, and honestly, lots of people were looking for their student loan to be forgiven. And what's happening, like you said, are kind of in that market or they think that their purchases that way are really going to help make a difference. And unfortunately, Dad, the reality is it's really not, you know, it's not really going to make a hell of a bit of difference in the grand scheme of things. And, and especially when it comes to electric cars or you're the gas car that I'm driving now or nor the bolt that you are driving, right? You and I have talked about it. We could probably spend an entire, you know, entire hour on it. You know, the lithium mines and things like that that are actually out there and that are actually kind of causing yep. or not causing, but uh, how they have to get the raw materials to do that. And, and, and it'll be interesting that over the next few years, how companies shift because part of that, part of the inflation increasing act that the president and Congress decided to pass this, you know, the, the several weeks ago here is that the, they've reduced the tax credit right. for a lot of these, Vehicles, and I don't think people know that. Dad, yeah, right. and that and reduced and system. changed it to be the batteries have to be made. You know, X amount of the battery has to be made in the U.S. Well, the reality is we don't have that capabilities yet. We well, we don't, and, and even that. There's I, I, a while back, you and I talked about. There's a place I think in the, the in the Nevada, you know, wilderness, kind of in the mountains of Nevada. No one lives there, but there's some partial tribe or something that yeah, some Native American significance, that sort of thing. But it could be one of the largest mines um, for, obviously, the, the raw materials for these rare earth metals. And, and I forget which exact one it is. I don't know if it's lithium or, or one of the other ones. But they don't want to do it. So, it, which, again, goes back to some of what you and I have discussed, which is there's lots and lots of talk about reducing levels and, 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 well, and helping the environment, that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, the brass taxes, the people telling us to do this, they don't, number one, they don't even know the steps. And number two, people that are calling for it, you know, my generation, even some of your generation, all these people calling for it, they don't even realize the full cost of what it actually means, right, and what it's going to do to our economy, to our environment, to all these sorts of things, right? So at the end of the day, I think it's, it's interesting to look at, and you and I have talked about, you know, the EV side of stuff, and I think it's a fascinating look. But, yeah, don't fool yourselves, folks. This is not a... Um, Environment saving in between no. you and I, I don't even know. We don't need no, to and, and it's not and it's not a cure all. I mean, Richard, we we talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago, even and some last week when you were on. I mean, this is by no means, and we've never said this is a cure all. Is this an option? You know, is this particular technology an option for some people, some families, some drivers? The answer is yes. And, and I think again, I said this before. I'll say it again. I think the one thing as conservatives we have to be careful of is just not poo-pooing something because we don't like the whole movement that's behind. It. I mean, if we did that as conservatives, there's lots of things we wouldn't do. You wouldn't own a TV. You wouldn't watch anything on. You, know, you wouldn't use the internet. You you know you wouldn't use certain products, certain computers, and, and on down the line I go, Richard. I mean, there's even certain 
food products people wouldn't eat if you really went that far with it. So I'm afraid that times we as conservatives take a really outlandish, I'm going to say it that way, a really outlandish approach to EVs when, in fact, for some individuals, they, they may work out really, really well. And the reality is they're coming whether we like it or not. That's the reality of it. Technology cannot be stopped. The move forward cannot be stopped. Do I like the way that it's being sort of shoved down our throats and, and that it's not being driven you know, on, on the capital end of things, you know, on the free market end of things. Yeah, I don't like the fact that it's not being driven that way. I don't like it being driven by, quote, unquote, government, government mandates and so on. On the same token, Richard, and you know my feelings on this, it's coming. You might as well figure out whether it's something that you can benefit from. And if so, why not? That's my question. Well, yeah, you said it best, right? We, this, it's kind of like things, right? This isn't personal, right? Like if I'm talking to an EV car or an owner this isn't personal i'm not attacking the car in fact you and i were talking about this earlier the cars and the technology that they bring are fantastic i think it has the potential to honestly revolutionize the car industry dad in a way that it changes how people consume a car right Right. you were on the automotive side of it for years and years and years and you struggled to get people to do basic timing belt you know maintenance or oil change for crying out loud right right much less i, I, talked, anything to, else. I talked to josh who's my guy up in boulder josh goff at legacy he had two vehicles recently he just he just i don't know how he got this one fixed but he did some things with bg products and ended up getting this engine fixed he had a brand new nissan that was in the shop that hadn't had the oil changed in twenty-two thousand miles that's a that's a long time. That's a long time. He was able like, to de- I, he was able no to desludge the it. engine, save it, and so on. But the reality is, 20, to your point, twenty two thousand miles, and no, literally no maintenance done on it. So you're right, Richard. People struggle to even do you know just really basic maintenance things to their vehicle. And by the way, that that includes you know conservatives and liberals alike. Typically speaking, conservatives take care of their cars better. Yes, I'll be one to say that because I was in that industry forever and still am to a large extent. Yes, I believe conservatives take better care of their cars than liberals do. But on the same token, uh, I've seen conservatives not take very good care of their car. And, and this is the this is the game changer, Richard. I think that you're mentioning number one something we could probably talk about for a moment. It's going to change the way you buy a car. So all of you listening, uh, especially some of you naysayers on the EV side, it's going to change the way you buy a car. In fact, I will, I will predict, Richard, it's going to get easier as an experience is concerned to buy that car than what it's been in the past. For a lot of people, that's going to be a plus for them. Now, somebody like you and I, where we buy cars on a pretty routine basis, isn't going to change our world much at all. But for folks that are used to going to a dealership, haggling, and then buying a car, that's most likely going to change. And I've interviewed folks that have talked about that, and I believe that's the future. That's what a lot of the dealer network right now does not like. But trust me, that's going to change. And then the whole you know, maintenance world beyond it, you know, once you own that vehicle and what you have to do to own it, that's going to change as well, and it's an area where I just don't think folks are educated enough to understand all of that. Well, you're 100% correct, and I think that that's a big piece that I don't think, again, folks are really considering. And what we're talking about is I think there's a lot of ways that EVs can actually help, right, help just not the environment, help the economy, right, help the world as a whole. And, again, you just kind of rattled off several different examples, again, from maintenance to the, the experience to the technology inside the car dad, right? You know, Tesla's already pioneering this idea for the good or bad, you'll be the judge, or, or people will be the judge, I should say, of being able to unlock features through either an additional purchase or another subscription, right? You know, which is in, in, in turn, you know, oh, well, we'll, we'll backtrack, right? BMW got in hot water a few weeks ago. 
because they announced that they're now going to make heated seats part of a subscription or like a monthly right. fee, right? Right. Well, what they forgot to mention out and they did horribly is this essentially is going to help the cost and help them streamline stuff because they're now going to put heated seats on every single car they make. Right. Even the cars in Florida, right? Streamlines the operation. And, and, you know, the other plus side to that, which, again, a lot of people don't like that, but what if you live in an area like Colorado where really you only need heated seats in maybe November, December, January, maybe February? You know, you even get towards the end of February, you kind of wonder whether you need it or not. So the reality is, do you need to pay for it 12 months out of the year, or do you want to pay for it five months out of the year? Well, and, and that's the thing, is there's going to be an option to where you can buy it outright, right, when you buy the car. Or if you don't want to and you want to lop off some savings you know, on top of it, which, again, in, in times right now when inflation is high and the dollar's not going as far as it used to, maybe that's something that you want to consider. And so they can essentially enable this through an update, basically a flip of a switch, to allow you to be able to do that. And think of the, the, the capacity, right? Just as you would subscribe to Satellite Radio, Dad, right? You can have the ability to turn on and off a feature in your right. car, either through the car itself, through an app, through online, a whole a bunch of different means. Well, and so this is going to change how people consume that's right. even their features that's right. and their vehicles and, again, help to streamline the process, which there, at the end of the day should help us to bring down the cost of cars as materials and other things are rising. I also think the other thing that this could very easily change, and this is something most people don't think about, is the majority of people, I know not all, but the majority of people have some sort of a car payment. So they're already paying on a monthly basis for a car. People don't really understand it, but in, in really, for all practical purposes, they're renting a car. I hate to say it that way, but the car is depreciating. I know that's not really been the case the last couple of years with the used car prices, but you know, all in all, people basically rent a car. There's a monthly fee to own that car no matter what. What if you get to the point to where you literally can rent a car permanently and you're always in a new vehicle, say, every two years, and they make the transaction seamless? Again, Richard, I feel like this particular direction that we're headed, and trust me, the manufacturers are looking at all of what I'm talking about very, very closely. And if they get certain models you know, down and they end up working, to your point, this could revolutionize and change the way people you know, consume, quote-unquote, consume the automobile and get from point A to point B. And frankly, I don't think it's all bad. Correct. And, and that's, and you again, you and I have been talking about this for a while. That's really what we're saying, folks. And, and again, conservatives, I know you got some, you got some comments and, and some people giving you some feedback about, well, not all conservatives are this way. But we agree, folks. Everything's, it's not one size fits all. What we're saying, though, is, is generally speaking, the right side of the aisle is a little bit more hesitant for the EV, to the EV yes. transition, right? Because yes. For, for a variety of reasons, right? They feel like they're giving in your whatever. And here's the deal, folks. Again, we're not saying, that you need to go out and buy an EV tomorrow. We're not saying that EVs are for everyone. We're not saying that even remotely, or at the same time, we're also not saying if someone buys an EV that they're a left-wing nut job that's a socialist that wants the world, you know, that wants the U.S. to burn, right? There's all sorts of different mixed and matches of people. All we're saying is be open-minded because some of what has come out on the electric car side and some of what's going to come out isn't going to just affect EVs, Dad. It's going to affect the entire the, the car industry as a whole. Well said. All right, we'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. And again, don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool system. It's a great way, by the way, to keep your house cool. As Richard said a moment ago, look at the temperatures that we've had here recently, our cool nights and so on. The uh, Quiet Cool system will literally save you money. It's $300 off right now as well. 720-526-0231. It pays off to be cool when you make an investment with a Quiet Cool fan system. You keep the heat away and get your money back in energy savings. 
you get a return on your energy efficiency when you get a quiet cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air that pays for itself with how much money you can save. Quiet cool systems save you between 50 and 90% on your air conditioning costs. The motor inside works efficiently to pull hot, stuffy air out of the house and replace it with clean, fresh air. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, whole house fans, including your new Quiet Cool, are the most energy efficient way to cool your home. With the energy savings from your Quiet Cool installation done by the experts at Absolute, you'll be paying yourself back for years to come. Invest in energy efficiency now. Call today at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Does your life seem hectic? Do you live paycheck to paycheck? Do you have trouble achieving your goals? John Rush can help you get your personal affairs in order by using his 40 years of knowledge and experience in the business, nonprofit, and coaching worlds. Your business or career is an extension of your daily life, and without success in your daily life, you can't make lasting improvements to your business, your nonprofit, or your career. Get your personal and or professional life dialed in with guidance from John Rush who is a small business owner and business-slash-life consultant. This unique offering gives you the chance to learn inside secrets of executive functioning directly from a successful professional and thought leader. The help you will gain in the planning of your personal affairs from John Rush is invaluable, especially if you own your own business. Remember, your business is an extension of you. Email John now to learn how he can help you. John at RushMediaInc.com. That's John at RushMediaInc.com. Get your life back today. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Marianne with Brightview Landscaping Services said, I would just like to say that we really enjoy working with BES. If I need a toner, I just make a call and they send it out right away. If we have any issues with our equipment, which we rarely in this company to any business that's interested in having great customer service and equipment that works great. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard, I know we've got a couple of car reviews we need to do. What have you driven lately? So I we, we kind of teased it a little bit last week, but I was just, just in a 2022 Volkswagen Golf R. Okay. You broke up for a second. A Golf what did in you say? Indus- Go ahead. Say that again. Are you sorry? Sorry. That's- so, yeah. So I was in the 2022 Volkswagen Golf R, okay. which is Volkswagen's hot hatch, right? It's kind of these fun little peppy. This is a turbocharged four-cylinder that makes over 300 horsepower. Um, it's a fun little car to drive around. And something new for this year, Dad, that's really, really fun, it's all-wheel drive. So you can have this car here in Colorado and have it be all-wheel drive, which some of its competitors actually have had for a little bit now. Um, and, and for those of you in Colorado, you'll know that that's most likely a Subaru, right, a, a WRX or right. you know, their STI version of that. And, and they've had that for a while now. But this is a really fun car, Dad. kind of been redesigned for 2022. There's some different fun modes. It kind of got like this drift mode that you can use on this car um, on a racetrack. It, it changes that. They've got some different... Um, torque vectoring, all sorts of different fun things. 
Uh, but this is a really fun little car. I, I don't know how else to say it. If you're you know, in the market for it, I would definitely consider. I would say this. You're going to be hard-pressed to get two full-size adults, or sorry, four full-size adults, I should say. Myself and Walt were able to fit in it for a trip up to Fort Collins and back, and it wasn't too bad. But if you are a taller um, individual, you're, you, the, the, the front area is not made for two really, really big dudes. We'll just kind of say it as it is there. But outside of that, it's a really fun car. It's enjoyable to drive. Um, and then the only, the last thing I'll say, Dad, which I know you and I were kind of um, tempted to talk about, was it's a six-speed manual was okay. the one that I got to drive, which we don't see that too no, often anymore. Uh, took a little bit getting used to, but it makes the car really fun to drive. And, folks, again, you can't hardly find manuals out on, on the roads these days very much. And so when you do or when we get a chance to do it, we actually really enjoy them. It, the clutch works really well at that. It was smooth. It was a fun car to drive and kind of test out and, and test some of the features. And it was nice to have a lot of that control literally in your hand as needed. Uh, but it's really a fun car. This car was about $43,000, okay. so a little bit pricier in, in terms of overall. But, again, this thing is literally it's a little go-kart, right? It's, it's, a, it's kind of a rocket go-kart, or I should say a go-kart for adults. Let's just say it that way, to where it's a really fun car. You can, uh, you can toy around, and that is something that, honestly, you can get straight from the dealer and go have fun with it wherever you want to, right? Nice. It's not something where you have to put a lot of time and money into. So nice. I encourage folks to go out, test drive it, uh, get your friends in it, get your family in it, and see how it drives. And when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. All right, car that I drove recently, which uh, I don't think, Richard, you had much of an opportunity to be in this car, but I drove a 2022 BMW X3. This is their X Drive 3 or X-Drive 30i, I should say. So this is an all-wheel drive vehicle as well, which, again, for our mountain areas would work very, very well. In fact, I had numerous people ask about this car. It's a, it's a very attractive car. Um, for those of you that don't know the vehicle, just look around. You can see them, or you can go online and check it out as well. But it's a good-looking car. This car retails out at 51390 which it is, a, it is a luxury SUV. Although, Richard, if you look at that size of SUV, even in some of the other lines of cars, it honestly isn't more than probably four or five thousand dollars more than a lot of the competitors in the same class of car, if you would. I mean, for example, the Chevy Blazer can be forty-five to fifty grand. That's exactly what this car is priced out at. And I will just tell you the luxury features in this car versus the Chevy. Okay, yeah, it's BMW versus Chevy. I don't have to say any more. Well, and that's the thing is, you said it best. It has the luxury nameplate on it. And so for those of you thinking or maybe trying to decide between two similar cars, you might be paying a little bit more on the front side, Dad, but the likelihood of you getting that back on the resale side is probably pretty high, and you get to maximize some of those luxury features in it, which I'm assuming this had on it as well. It did, and this thing come, it came fully equipped. I got about 25, 26 miles to the gallon. You can get 28 out on the highway, which when I was, I actually did. But, yeah, this thing came fully featured with all of the, yeah, this is the premium package, so it's got the heated wheel, lumbar support, gesture control, heads-up display, blah, blah, blah. I mean, literally, I can go down the list, Richard, of everything that was on here, and the reality is, again, 51390 So you you could take that luxury package off, get it down to around the 46, you know, K range or 
so. And again, it's very, very competitive with a lot of the other vehicles. I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest, Richard. We have driven some Kias and Hyundais that are similarly priced that are not this vehicle. Nothing against those vehicles, but they're similarly priced, but not this vehicle. Well, and that's the thing, Dad. Is, 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 and you and I have said this for a while now, and all of the cars we've driven, BMW, they, they just know how to build a car, right? The Germans know what they're they doing. Do. They know how to put this vehicle together. They do. It's going to run really well. And again, folks, for that luxury vehicle, for this size of vehicle, 51, Dad, I was surprised when you just said that. That's not really a bad it's buy not or a bad, bad deal value at all. at all. No, it really isn't. So again, folks, if you want to test drive one, which you should, uh, go check one out at your local BMW dealership. Tell them that John and Richard Rush, both from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio, sent you. Richard, again, thanks. And, yeah, I mean, all, all these cars, we say it all the time, Richard. The biggest thing is people need to get out. They need to drive them. We're not promoting any one brand over another. We try to be as realistic about each one as possible and not saying that the the German cars are the best. But you and I both know we've been around them long enough that, yeah, they you know what? They, they build a fine automobile, and um, there's just something about that German engineering that they do a really good job on their cars, and I'll be the first to admit it. They're, they're just hard to beat. Again, you can argue a lot of other things. You can argue they're harder or you're more expensive to maintain over the long haul and that sort of stuff. But when it comes down to the car itself, it's, it's second yep. to none. That's right. All right, Richard, I'll let you go. Appreciate it very much. Enjoy your evening. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage specialist. And you may find yourself in a situation where reverse mortgage might be an advantage. And I said it last week, and I'll keep saying it. If you want to keep making a mortgage payment while you have a reverse mortgage, you can. If you want to wait till that day where you just can't any longer and you let that reverse mortgage kick in, uh, you can do that as well. There's multiple ways to make this work for you. And Bruce can explain how all of them work, specifically, by the way, for you. 303 467 7821. But you don't care about the house. You just want your parents to be financially secure in retirement. Call KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, today. Tell him about your parents' situation. Then, set up a meeting so you can all talk together. You know, a lot of seniors hesitate to look into reverse mortgages because they think their kids want the house, but they've never actually asked their kids. The truth is, you don't want the house. You'd much rather make sure your parents can live comfortably in their home for years to come. Plus, your parents can still leave you the house with a reverse mortgage. Sure, some of the equity may be used up, but just like with any other mortgage, all of the remaining equity goes to the heirs when the homeowners pass away. Don't let your parents make financial decisions based on false information. Call Bruce Simmons today, 303-467-7821. Ask him about a reverse mortgage for your mom and dad. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, hour two is about done. Again, if you miss any of this, you can go back and listen to it via our recordings, our podcasts. They're all on our website, rushtoreason.com. Top of the hour, of course, Kurt Rogers will give us an update on what's going on in the mortgage world. And Robert Bork Jr. is going to join us. And we're going to talk about the Warner Brothers discovery merger and there may be some violation of antitrust laws uh, that allow these guys to have some big money write-offs for movies like Batgirl. We'll talk to Robert Bork about that, Robert Bork Jr. about that here in just a few minutes. So hang tight, guys. Hour number three is next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.